Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. presence is so good. Come on, let's pray together. I believe that today God's going to release the joy over every person watching the stream, over every person that is in a watch party or you're by yourself. I believe that God is going to release his joy right now into your heart as we read this word. Come on, can you just receive what he has for you? If you need a touch from God, would you just raise up both hands? I release right now the joy of God into every heart into every space. Lord, we want more of you. We thank you, Lord, for your presence that brings peace. And God, right now, I just release the victory into every space, the freedom of God, the Spirit of God that brings freedom in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word. We thank you for what you've declared over today. We thank you for what you've declared over every person. And we thank you so much, God, for this word that's gonna transform and renew the way we approach our lives. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Lord. Right now, we receive all that you have, all that you have for us. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody's listening right now. Receive his joy. Receive his peace right now. Hallelujah, God. We release that right now. Thank you, Jesus. We receive all that you are, God. All that you are, Lord. Pray that you'd breathe on this word. Show yourself awesome. We become aware that you are in the midst of us. You are here and you want to speak in a mighty way. We love you, God, and we lean in. In your name we pray all of this. Amen. Amen, amen. And I believe so much today that God's going to release joy into your life. That as you're listening to this word today, God's going to minister to you. He's going to minister to that part of your life that maybe has been holding you back or, or causing you to be diverted from the truth of God, standing on the word of God. And I'm so excited for what God is going to do in you. I'm expectant to hear the report of what God speaks and directs you to today. Hey, I'm so excited for this word. We're in this series. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I believe this is the call of God to his church. This is the call of God. Maybe you don't know God. You don't know Jesus. You're just tuning in from an invite. Somebody, hey, welcome to the family of God. Welcome to an amazing home to plug into. You are home. You are home. But wherever you're coming from, that is God's call to you. Can you hear me now? We believe that in this season, God is drawing us deeper. Can you hear him calling your name? Man, I I pray that this is an activation for you to hear the Father clearly. That you not only hear a message, but man, you hear his voice. That all of a sudden it's like, whoa, daddy is calling me. Growing up, my dad had this whistle that he would do. And when he did this whistle, us kids could hear it from anywhere. No matter what we were doing, no matter what was going on, if we heard the whistle, we knew dad is calling. And I believe that that's what God is going to do for you. He's going to clarify his voice. He's going to clearly define for you what he is speaking and trying to get across. And guess what? All it takes from you is to become aware. Are you ready to become aware? Come on, are you ready to become aware of what God is trying to speak to you? God is moving and he says, can you hear me now? 
can you hear me? You know, I joke because it's the Verizon commercial, right? Where he's like, can you hear me now? We're looking for a signal. I believe that God is waiting for his children to get in alignment, to get in a place, a posture of network, a posture where we're in position in close proximity to what God is doing, what God is speaking. Can I tell you a secret? God is moving. Woo! Can I tell you something? God is on the move. And if you don't feel it, if you don't feel him, let me tell you, he's calling out to you. Can you hear me? Get in proximity. Come on, come close to me. I want to bring you in so that you know the truth, so that it sets you free, so that you live in a place of freedom, so that you live in a place of hearing my voice and being directed by me. Come on, God wants to bring you in. And this is uh, an activation today. We're reading the word of God, declaring it over our lives, declaring it over our season. Last week, we looked at putting a period. How many of you put a period this week? You looked at your life and said, what is the chapter I'm coming out of? And what is a chapter I'm coming into? See, the beautiful thing is God calls us out of what was and into what is. We as his children, we don't claim a promise that is far off. We claim a promise that is. I want to talk about that today because some of us, we live in the old covenant. So before we get started, uh, I'm already getting ahead of myself. I'm so excited for this word. I'm so excited for what God is going to speak to you. Are you ready? Are you ready to hear the word of God? Come on, give me an amen. Give me a shout. Give me some flame emojis. Let's go. Let's get in. Week number two of Can You Hear Me Now? I'm calling today the great release. The great release. Come on, somebody say it with me. Say, this is the great release. Come on, get in your spirit. This today is the great release. Hallelujah. The great release. The great release. Woo! We're going to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse number 4. That's where we are starting today. So turn with me in your Bibles. The 2 Corinthians chapter 3. We're going to start in verse 4. Amen. 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 Let's go. And it says, Such confidence as this is ours through Christ before God. Not that we are competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves, but our competence comes from God. Whew. All right, let's stop right there because some of us have competence in ourselves. Hey, maybe this season has been an amazing season for you. And maybe your life, you look around and God has blessed you so much. He's brought so many things and people and network into your life. You are in a great position. You're in an amazing position. Maybe your competence all of a sudden becomes focused on you. And all of a sudden you have confidence, you have uh, assurance in your power, your ability. He says, hey, let's remind ourselves where our confidence comes from. Our confidence comes from God because that is the source of all power. We, we, we talk at this church about foundation because it's, it's, it's crucial that you know your foundation. You know where you're solidified in. I kind of tell you, if your foundation is in yourself, then when yourself goes wrong or when the things go south or that foundation is gone, 
So we always talk about being grounded in Jesus. Why? The Bible says that when we are rooted in him, the streams of life flow through us and the fruit of God becomes our inheritance. It becomes the thing that we freely give away. So number one, our competence has to be in God. It has to be in him. And let me encourage you today to really evaluate yourself. Are you in this faith? Are you in this uh, Christian walk? Have you given your heart to Jesus, but maybe not fully given him control because your confidence is in yourself? So Paul says, hey, listen, take, take a step back here and realize that uh, we have confidence. We have total confidence in Christ. Not that we are competent in ourselves, but in Christ. He goes on in verse six. He says, he has made us competent as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit. Hallelujah. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Woo! Let's pause right there. Can I tell you, you are a minister. You are a minister. Man, some of you are like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, just a, I'm just a church goer. And maybe some of you are like, hey, I'm not even religious. Okay, I'm getting on here because, you know, maybe I'm with a friend or, you know, that, that cute girl invited me. So, you know, <laughs> I'm just kind of rolling up, seeing how it goes. And all. I'm not religious at all. Hey, can I tell you, Jesus wants your heart. He wants your life because that's the reason we live. I mean, this world has nothing to offer us. And you'll realize that as you go through life, you'll understand that everything of the world is shakable. Everything is shaky. Everything is unsturdy to put your life into. Once you realize that, you understand that Jesus is the only solid rock. He's the only foundation that you can base everything on. When you do that, when you base your life in Jesus, those of you who have said yes to Christ, those of you that have made him King and Lord, now you walk as a minister. Come on, somebody say, I'm a minister. Ah, oh, you got to get that in your spirit today. You are a minister. What's a minister? Someone who gives something. Someone who comes from a position of power. A minister. Someone who gives out. Hallelujah. God says that we are a minister of what? The new covenant. Now, let's break this down. Because I believe that if you live with the old covenant way of life, you live with no power. How many of you want power in your life? Come on. How many of you want power, real power? I'm not talking about a false power. I'm not talking about just believe, right? Just, just have this belief system that we have power. No, I'm talking about a real authority and a real power to see things done. If we believe all this is true, then we believe what Jesus said, that those who believe these signs will follow, that we will cast out demons, that we will heal the sick, that we will declare the word of the Lord. In fact, Jesus gave us this authority that he had on him. He said, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me to preach good news to the poor, bind up the brokenhearted, uh, release the captives. That is all of us. We are ministers of the new covenant. Now, what is the old covenant? We got to look at these two things because the old covenant was to live by the law to live by the law, to live under the weight of sin. When, when the people of Israel were the chosen people, right? God chose them and snatched them from every other people group to be his chosen. Now, this was a life of, of atonement. 
and they had all of these things to atone for your sin. You had to give sacrifices and they had all these things that you had to follow. Moses brought the covenant, right? The 10 commandments down from the Mount. And then the, the glory of the Lord was so on that place, right? That, that he shared that law. And how, how amazing is it? That law was so powerful and so effective, but we don't live in that old covenant anymore. We don't live with the bindings of what that, that season was. And this is the, this is the danger if you live today with the mindset of old covenant. Old covenant was atoned by a minister of the temple. You had to come to the Holy of Holies with a priest, with somebody and the people of Israel had Moses that would go to God for them and atone them for their sins. And this was a, a blockade to get to God. It was a, a life under the old covenant. It was servants of God, slaves to sin. Right? It was only for the Israelites, the chosen people. And that season was a season of waiting for the Messiah. Waiting for the Messiah who would bring freedom. That was what they grew up teaching their children. That was what they taught in the synagogues. The Messiah is coming. That's what all the prophets spoke about up until the time that Jesus came was Jesus is coming. The Messiah will come. He will come and bring freedom. That was the old covenant. And some of us live there in our Christian walk today, that we are waiting for the Messiah, that we are waiting for freedom, that we are living with um, even a relationship with God that's through a minister. Uh, maybe your relationship with God is through a pastor or through a leader. And you look to that leader in order to talk to God. You look at a religious person. You look at someone who is close to God as someone that you go to in order to get to God. That is the old covenant. He said, we are the ministers, not of the old covenant, not of the law. We are ministers of the spirit. Now, this is the breakdown because when Jesus came, he gave us the spirit. Man, how many are so thankful that we don't have to stay in the old covenant? but we are ministers of the new covenant. Now, this is the new covenant. New covenant is we live by the spirit. Old covenant, live by the law. New covenant, live by the spirit. Hallelujah. And we are truly free. See, all the sacrifices for atoning sin couldn't get true freedom. It just atoned for sin for a while. And then you had to do it again and do it again and do it again. When Jesus came, he was the perfect sacrifice. That's why we celebrate communion. We'll do that this next week with Easter. Because when, when we do that, we, we recognize the perfect sacrifice died on the cross. And that perfect sacrifice washed over all of our sins. The power that's in that blood, the power that's in that blood redeems us, redeems us. It totally washes away the past and brings us into the Holy of Holies. It brings us into a place of being sanctified, set apart, chosen by God. Hallelujah. So we live by the Spirit and we're truly free. We're purified by the blood. The Lamb wants through personal relationship with Jesus. That's the difference. And then we are friends of God. We're not servants of God. We're not slaves of sin. We are friends of God. He calls us friends. That's what Jesus said. He said, I no longer call you servants. I now call you friends. Hallelujah. Who walk in authority 
over sin, demons, sickness. We have that and the grave. He's given us all power, all authority to be his co-heirs to the throne, that we are freely giving it away. Now, why do we go through all this? Because we have to understand who we are if we want the great release. See, I believe right now God is calling a people into their identity. I believe with all my heart that God is calling this church into a place of identity, that we know who we are. As Christ followers, we know it without a shadow of a doubt. We don't walk in this hope. We don't walk in this this false hope, I should say, false hope. We walk in a confident hope, knowing who we are in Christ, knowing his word is true and knowing what we have to release. That is the power. That is the freedom. That is what God called us to as a body of Christ, as a community. We are rising up to our identity in Christ. How many are ready to claim your identity in Christ? Hallelujah. You are a minister. You're a minister of the new covenant. We don't give away law. We don't put weight of religion on people. Man, we, we, that, that is the old covenant. We don't do that. We, at this church, we don't bring people in and say, okay, sit down. Let's talk about the rules. Let's talk about what you can't do now. Let's talk about all this lifestyle that you can't. That, that is the wrong mindset. We are not giving away the old covenant. That, that would be us before Christ. Before Jesus, we'd say, okay, come in. Uh, now you need two doves and two lambs, and we've got to sacrifice them and all, and this whole thing to atone your sin for this week, okay? That's the, that's the regiment, and here's the Ten Commandments. You've got to follow all these things. Uh, that would be the old covenant. The new covenant is Jesus died on the cross. All you have to do is accept him as Lord and Savior. Commit and declare him as Lord. Paul said, you will be saved. You are forgiven of your sins. He washed you and redeemed you. He's waiting on you to accept him as Lord. Once that happens, the new covenant takes over. The life of freedom, the spirit of God comes on you. Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we are ministers now. Paul says now, we are not competent in ourselves. It's not us. We don't, we don't think of ourselves as something to be founded in. No, no, no. We have Christ. But when Christ is in us, we become ministers of the new covenant. We give away freedom. We give away life in Christ. This is the greatest season where we are giving Christ away. Hallelujah. I think about this Sunday. This Sunday we are in right now is Palm Sunday. It's the day that, that people laid down the palm branches and, and, and welcomed Jesus in as the Messiah. When he rode on the donkey and they called Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna to, in the highest. They were praising him. And it's crazy to me to think that that was right before. Now we're going to celebrate Good Friday when Jesus died. When they shouted, crucify him, crucify him. To think the power of your declaration. Paul said, you have to understand, you are a minister. It's what you give away. Now, if you think about that in this context, it is so important and so powerful, the words you speak and declare. How many know there is so much power in your declaration? There's so much power in your confession. There's so much power in your words. The Bible actually says, life and death, you choose which one. And so we as ministers of the new covenant have a choice every day. All right, I wanna jump ahead. I wanna jump ahead to verse number 17. Verse number 17, 
It says, now the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Hallelujah. That is the new covenant. We walk in and declare there is freedom because the spirit of the Lord is on us. And therefore, everywhere we go, the spirit of the Lord causes freedom to take place. Chains fall when we step in, when we declare with our voice. That's why your declaration, your confession is so powerful. It's so powerful. But if you don't understand who you are as a minister of the new covenant, then you might be in the dangerous place of declaring things that are not true over your life and over others around you. That's what I want to talk about today is your inheritance that you give away. It's your inheritance that you give away. Because if you don't know the truth, you can't walk in the truth. If you don't know the truth of who you are, you won't walk in the truth of who you are. When you don't know the power you carry, you can't give it away. When you don't know the joy you have, you can't freely give it. When you don't know the peace that is in him that comes in and you, don't, you haven't felt that peace, you become a very timid Christian that is afraid to step out or afraid to say anything because you might be wrong. I'm telling you, we don't base our theology, we don't base all of this on this far off belief. We base it on the experience of Christ when we know him deeply. Let me, let me encourage you. If you have not yet experienced Christ, you can do that today. Today is the day, my friend. You can dive in. He freely opens his arms to you as a good father and says, come on in, come on in. He says this, can you hear me now? He's calling you as his child. He is, he loves you so much. And today he wants to bring you into that understanding of who you are. So let's talk about that. Are you ready to release his kingdom? Come on, as a minister of the new covenant, are you ready to release the kingdom of God? Not only in your life, this is for you, not only for you, now it's for everyone around you. It's for your family, it's for your friends, it's for your coworkers and your fellow students, your peers, all everybody's gonna get this because when you catch it, you become a minister of the new covenant. How many wanna become that minister? Come on, how many wanna give away joy? How many wanna give away peace? How many wanna give away life everywhere you go? How many wanna heal the sick? Come on, we can do it. Jesus gives us that power and authority. I wanna show you today what he gives us, all right? You ready to step into it? Come on, say, I'm ready for my great release. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so excited because, you know, we're, we're, we're launching our live experiences this week, this coming week on Easter. What a powerful time. And man, I, I'm so excited for just all the invites that we've put out, all the invites that maybe you've put out for your friends, those in your life that you believe God has called you to. Uh, what a powerful investment we're making in the kingdom of God. But are you ready to occupy this city as a church? Are you ready to occupy the land? Because Jesus didn't say, hey, sit on this and wait for me. Know this truth and hide it in your heart. Hide it away so no one can see it. He said, no, I'm going to make you a city on a hill, a light that can't be put out, a fire that can't be contained. You are to be the salt of the earth that everywhere you go, you affect things. What does salt do? It affects, it affects. It changes things. It's an agent of change. <laughs> Are you ready to occupy this land? Come on, let's step into this truth. As a church, let's step into this truth. This journey is gonna be your finest journey yet.
All right, we got to unlock this truth in John chapter 15. Now, we read this scripture at the prayer night on Tuesday night, but I want to look at it a little deeper. John chapter 15, verse number 9. We're starting in verse number 9, so turn with me in your Bibles. John chapter 15, verse number 9. I love this. Now, this whole chapter is good. You read about the vine and the branches. This is where the root system is really solidified when you understand who you're rooted in. Uh, but I love the second part of this in verse number nine. It says, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Let that creep in right now. If you've never known the Father's love, let him speak to you right now. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. Whew, this is for every Christ follower. This is for every person who says yes to Jesus. This is what we do. It's our full time to remain in his love, to remain in who he is, to remain in his peace, to remain in his joy, to remain in him. Hallelujah. He says, if you obey my commands, you will remain in my love. Just as I have obeyed my father's commands and remained in his love, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Let's stop right there. Because this is a, a secret that he's unlocking for us, is that when he is in us, when we remain in him, his joy is inside of us. His, our joy is complete. What does that mean? That means when you come to Christ, you don't pray for joy. When he is present in your life, you have joy. You have joy. And your joy is complete. It's that abundance. It's that joy so much. Joy so much. Hallelujah. He says that your, your joy may be complete. In verse number 12, he says, My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love is no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. All right, verse 15, he says, I no longer call you servants. That's the old covenant way, a servant of God, right? I'm just, I'm serving God. He's just far off. God, I have to go to a priest. I have to go to someone because I'm, I'm just a servant of him. And he says, no, no, no. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. Hallelujah. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you. Come on, somebody say he appointed you. Come on, look, look at your neighbor. Type it in the comments. If you're by yourself, type it. Say, he appointed you. Come on, declare that over somebody right now. He said, appointed you. He appointed you. He appointed you to go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. Hallelujah. This is the season we're in. God is having his church come alive to who they are so that we are known by our fruit. <laughs> we are known by our fruit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me say this. If you're not bearing fruit right now, get him inside of you. Get him in. Get him in because when he gets in, he affects everything and you start to produce fruit, the fruit of love, the fruit of joy, the fruit of peace, self-control. Come on, you, you, all these fruits become your natural, become your normal. And all of a sudden the people around you are affected by it because you are affected by him. He said, I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Hallelujah. Now, some of us take that out of context, and this is what I want to uh, touch on today because you need to know who you are as a minister of the new covenant, know what you give away. 
But the biggest thing is to remain in him as a secret ingredient. None of this claim it, right? Declare, just claim it in Jesus' name. That doesn't work unless you have him inside of you. Unless you remain in his love, none of the, the shout it, claim it, proclaim it works. It's not, it's not about that. It's not about the secret of just say it. That's not what this is. This isn't that gospel. <laughs> this gospel is knowing Jesus intimately. That's why the series is, Can You Hear Me Now? Because God is speaking. And once you know that, you get close to him. And that relationship, that place of intimacy with Jesus is where everything flows out of. So let's break in because I know the power of your confession, the power of speaking is so huge, so big. But when you know Jesus, here's what happens. Uh, God just showed me this the other day. Uh, just so much revelation, man. When I was praying over this word, praying over what, how to, how to present this, he showed me, he said, hey, it's just like, the, like a fridge. I got this mini fridge. Thank you, Leticia, for letting us use this today. But it's like this mini fridge. We have the inheritance of God. And it's like at my house, we have a fridge and we stock it. I stock it with food. We stock it with drinks. We stock it with everything my kids need and my family needs. And we, we have it as our inheritance, right? As, as a family member. When you're in that family, and even if you come over to my house, I'll tell you, help yourself. Grab something out of the fridge. It's just ours to give away. Now, it'd be silly for my kids to go to the fridge, open it, and after I'd already said, hey, kids, help yourself. Take anything you need. If you need water, if you're thirsty, go ahead. It'd be silly for them to come to the fridge, pull something out and say, uh, Dad, I want to pay you for this. Here's a dollar. Here's a dollar for, for this, this drink. Now, wouldn't that be ignorant? That'd be so silly. Why? Because I already paid for it. I already went to the store. I bought it with my money and I put it in the fridge for my kids. I put it in there for my family to take freely. I say, hey, help yourself. Open it up. Drink it. This is good. This is, yeah, it's good water. It's pure. And so I say, hey, freely take it and be silly for them to pay for it. This is what we do when we come to Jesus and we ask him for things that he's already paid for. When you come to him and say, God, I pray for joy. Why are you praying for joy? I, I put it in the fridge. I already paid for it. That's what Jesus died on the cross for. It's the new covenant. It's the spirit that gives freedom. Come on, some of you are getting, you're getting it right now. You're getting it. Because when, when God already bought it, he already paid for it, and he already put it in your inheritance, all your job is to go to the fridge, pick it out, and receive it in Jesus' name. That is what we have is the inheritance of God. Now, the beauty of this is God gives us the freedom as ministers of the new covenant to give it away to anybody else. So it's like me telling my kids, hey, listen, if you're thirsty, get a drink. If your friends come over and they're thirsty, guess what? Get them a drink. I've already bought it. I've already paid for it. They don't have to pay for it either. They can have it freely. You can give it away. And this is what we have as ministers of the gospel. We say, hey, do you need life? Do you need joy? Do you need peace? I don't need to come to the Father and pray for. He's already given it to me as my inheritance. Do you get it? He's already given it to you as your, as your possession. You already possess joy. You already possess peace because you have him. You already possess life. He gives us life. When you come to Jesus, he gives you new life, new birth. And therefore, you can give it away freely. You need life, you need hope, you need peace, you need joy. All right, I got it. Here you go, here you go. Here's some life, take some life. All right, you need some too? All right, here, take some peace, take some peace. All right, all right, 
Who, who else? Who else? You need some joy? Here's some joy. Freely I've been, I've received and freely I give. Come on, some of you are being set free right now because God is going to use you as a child of God to give away the new covenant. We give away life. We release new life into every space we go to. Look at all this. We give it away freely. And that's what he wants to do. That's what he wants to do. That's the great release. See, when you realize this, all of a sudden there becomes a great release in your life. That you understand who you are. You understand what you carry. And now you walk into every situation knowing what you have to give away. <laughs> and you go from begging to releasing. You go from struggle to absolute freedom. You go from this place of striving for to this place of position and posture in him. And when he's in you, when you remain in his love, he said, whatever you ask for, it shall be done. I've given it to you as your inheritance. You freely give it, freely give it away. We are ministers of the gospel. Are you ready to step into this? Come on, are you ready? What are you releasing? I wanna challenge you today. And if you've been in a space where you've released or you've declared things over your home, your life, your day, your season, maybe you've said things like, this is a hard season. I'm gonna challenge you and encourage you to take that out of your vocabulary. I'm gonna challenge you and encourage you to stop talking about this season as something that is hard or dark or, or anything bad or wrong. I'm gonna challenge you. Don't live in a false reality. We live in a true reality that this is the greatest hour to be alive. This is the greatest hour. Why? Because we're in the new covenant. Because no longer do we have to come to a priest to get to God. Jesus broke the veil. He broke all things so that we could come in freely and know him as, as, as Lord and Savior. And now we are in the greatest grace period of our time. I'm telling you, this is the completion of the gospel. This is what the Hebrews 11 talked about, is that there will be a day when all of the men of faith, all the women of faith that died before, they can't be complete, but it is complete in us. Hallelujah. This is the greatest season. When you understand that, you don't walk in the season of, oh, oh what the world is. Oh, look at the world. Oh, my word, look at all this stuff. It's so hard. It's so heavy. No, as a child of God, we say, no, we have life and life abundant. We have joy and joy unspeakable. We have peace that passes all understanding. You want some? You can have it freely. Come on. We go to the restaurant store. We go to Sam's Club. We have abundance because God is our God. He is King of Kings, Lord of Lords. He owns cattle on a thousand hills. He has so much to give us, so much in the fridge. It's, for your, it's, it's yours for the taking. You don't have to ask for it. You don't have to go buy it again. You don't have to work for it. Because let me tell you, there's nothing you can do to work for this grace. There's nothing you can do to work for his inheritance. You can't do enough. You cannot do enough to receive it. He gives it to you freely. And so today I'm calling you, child of God, to come into this life of declaring, look at your words. What are you speaking over yourself? What are you speaking over your family? If you're speaking over your children, even, maybe you're saying, ah, yeah, let's pray and we'll see. We'll see what God does. No, change your vocabulary. It's time for us as a church to change our vocabulary to be that of the children of God. No, we will see a healing. Let's pray and declare it right now. This is the word of God. Uh, let, let's declare that over our finances. Let's declare that over our jobs. Let's declare that over our homes. Man, get up in the morning and declare that over your home. This is a place of freedom. I thank you, Jesus, that we live in freedom. I thank you that you don't have a power over my marriage. I thank you, God. You don't have power over my mind or my heart. I used to struggle with that. I used 
used to be in sin. I used to deal with that with my wife or this person or, or hold that unforgiveness or bitterness. But today is the day where the Spirit of the Lord wants to cause freedom to awaken your spirit, to know who you are in Christ, to remain in His love, and to walk out this courageous release that you release who He is. You release joy. You release the kingdom of God. Man, I love it when I get to get up in the morning and our rooftop, the weather's getting really nice. And I get to get up on our rooftop again and see the city. And man, I love it because I love declaring the word of the Lord. And I can see this place from there. And I declare the word of the Lord. I declare the kingdom of God. But I love getting up on that rooftop because I love looking over the city. I love looking over what God has promised and declaring the word of the Lord. I tell you, there's, pro there's power in your declaration. There's power in your confession. And when we, when we arise as the priests of our home, when we arise as the children of God, that the earth is waiting in eager expectation for them to rise, they're waiting, they're waiting. Because why? We are the co-heirs to the throne. We carry around the kingdom. And that's what Jesus, that's what he promised over this year, that this would be a year of kingdom come. His children waking up to understand what's in the fridge to understand what we have to give away, to understand what we walk around with freely every day. Hey, and I encourage you, when you wake up in the morning, to get yourself in that place and that posture of receiving who he is again, to remember, hey, I am a child of the king. I'm a child of God. I carry around this inheritance to give away freely. And then you look with new eyes, say, who can I give it away to? What am I releasing? Hallelujah. And this causes us to get in a posture of laughter, posture of laughter. See, the joy being complete is the knowledge and revelation of what he knows. See, God sits on his throne. The Bible actually says he sits on his throne and he laughs at the plans of the enemy. He laughs at the plans of the enemy. And this is the posture of joy. When you can look at life, when you can look at everything and Sometimes me and Ashley will talk about a season or a certain situation or circumstance. We're like, you know, it's crazy to see how the enemy was trying to distract us or trying to get our eyes off of the prize or trying to get us frustrated with each other. You know, sometimes we'll be in an argument and be like, what is this? Where did this come from? And we'll both be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That, we're, he's trying to get us off. Why? Because if he gets us off, then we, we lose the power. We lose the authority. We lose the, the ability to, to release who he is. We lose the ability to release love. If we're disgruntled at each other, if we're you know, trying to hurt each other, that is the place of, of struggle. It's the place of begging. You get back in that space of, oh God, it's so hard. But when you, when you realize, all right, hey, I know God's plan and his word prevails over all things. I have divine power. He said, you, we, we have the weapons of warfare that are in the spiritual realm. Divine power to demolish strongholds. When you realize that, you sit, up, you sit at the place with, with God's perspective and say, <laughs> look at you. Look at you, devil. And I challenge you. I encourage you to get a little boldness in you. Man, if any, any stupid devils show up at your door, 
bind them and cast them into the abyss. Send them back to where they came from. No longer are they to have rain in your house. If any fear tries to creep in, you bind that thing up and you cast it out in the name of Jesus. Come on, get some holy boldness in you. You are a child of God. We give away life from a place of freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And let me encourage you today, get his spirit in you. If you don't yet have his spirit, if you don't yet know Jesus intimately, if you don't remain in his love, today's the day. It's time to go deep. It's time to understand him as a father, to understand him as a king. And when he becomes the king, when he becomes the Lord, when he becomes your father, hallelujah, those stupid devils don't stand a chance. They can't stand anywhere near your camp. They can't stand near your home, near your car. We just say, thank you, God, that you're always with us. So therefore, you always protect us. You go with us everywhere. I don't pray for protection for my kids. I know God's with them. God's with my wife. God's with my family. He's with us everywhere. You watch it all throughout the generations, all through biblical times. God was always with his people and he always directed them. So we just stand in a total place of confidence. <laughs> you are working, God. You are on the move. Hallelujah. I thank you for who you are. And that is the perspective of great release. Are you ready? Are you ready to have great release in your life? Come on. His promises are yes and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One more scripture before we go. I want to close with this. It comes from Luke chapter 9. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Luke chapter 9, verse number 1. Let's start in verse 1. It says, when Jesus had called the 12 together, he gave them what? Power. Come on, turn with me right now. You got you to put it down. Underline it. This is a good one. This is one to come back to. When Jesus had called the 12 together, he gave them power. He didn't give them an encouraging word. He didn't give them a motivational speech. He didn't say, all right, guys, bring it in. Come on. Keep the faith. I know it's hard, but keep the faith, guys. If you can just like stay on your grind, okay? Just push, push, just push. If you just push, you'll be fine. No, Jesus didn't do that at all. What did he do? He gave them power. Woo! He said, hey, guess what's in the fridge? I got power in there. I got everything you need as an inheritance I'm going to give you. That's what you have to realize. When you are in Christ, he gives you power. We don't pray for this power. We don't pray for a release. We know and understand Jesus is in us. The spirit of God is on us. Therefore, we awaken to the power he gave us. He gave them power and authority to drive out all demons, to cure diseases. He went with them out to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Hallelujah. I love this. And this is the picture of what God is doing in this church. It's what he's doing in this city. It's what he's doing across this nation and every single Christ follower. He's raising them up to be a child of God who knows and understands who he is and is releasing the kingdom of God everywhere they go. And no matter what the word on the street is, no matter what the word in the media is, no matter what everybody's talking about this season, we don't stand on that truth. We stand on the word of God. 
that he declared this is the time we are ministers of the new covenant I don't care what's happening out there we release life we release freedom we declare this is the year of the Lord's favor we proclaim the name of Jesus we are calling on a higher power than any other power any other name we declare that right now in Jesus name hallelujah come on well, let, let's do that today would you stand where you are if you're in a watch party, go ahead and stand up. If you're at your home, maybe even by yourself, stand up. We're going to get in a posture of power because we're going to release who he is today. And those of you that you have not received his spirit, you have not received his power yet, I want to pray and release that over you right now. It's as easy as just receiving. You don't have to do anything special. All you have to do is receive him as Lord and Savior. When you confess with your mouth, Jesus, your Lord. Jesus, your Lord, forgive me of my sins. You are Lord. You are saved right then and there. He says, that's, that's all it takes is declare and believe Jesus was raised from the dead and you declare he is Lord. He is Lord. So if you want to do that right now, those of you who want to give your life to Christ, come on, once you pray this with me and then we're going to release, we're going to release some amazing things into our season. Are you ready? Those of you who want to give your life to Christ, go ahead and, go ahead and pray this with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart Forgive me of all my sin. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I believe you are risen from the dead and that you're coming back again for me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the living things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm saved. Come on, declare this. I'm saved. I'm born again, I'm forgiven, and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Hallelujah. Come on, can you make some noise for those who just gave their heart to Jesus? Come on, it's the greatest decision you can make. And I declare as a minister of the gospel, you are forgiven in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. All right, you ready to release who he is? I want to pray right now and release the spirit of God into every person. If you have not yet received that power, you've not yet received his spirit, can you just lift up your hands right now and receive it? It's as easy as this. Just say this. Say, Holy Spirit, come fill me with power. Come on, say it right now. I just release that over every person right now, God, with their hands raised, those with the heart postured. Right now, release your spirit, release your power over your church. I thank you, God, for those that are, are awakening right now to who they are in Christ. I thank you for those that are awakening to their inheritance, the great inheritance of joy, the great inheritance of peace, the great inheritance of love, great inheritance of forgiveness, that we flow in this, God, as a church. I just release that right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing right now. We thank you for awakening the fire of God that's filling bellies right now. The joy of the Lord that's overtaking. Hallelujah. We just release that right now. Those that have been in depression right now, I just release your joy. Those that have been in a place of complacency, I thank you for their passion and fire that's igniting them right now. I thank you for new dreams birthing in their hearts right now. For dreams that have been dead, I thank you that you're awakening them right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, we declare that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hey, receive that right now in Jesus' name. Hey, one more thing before we go. I want to release his kingdom over our lives, over our marriage, over our, over our finances, over our job, next steps in our life. 
Come on, over those places in your heart, places in your mind. This is the great release. This is the day of great release. So right now, together, we're just gonna declare who God is over our families, over our lives right now. Can we just pray right now? Say, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Right now, we release the joy and freedom and hope and peace over our lives, over our minds and hearts in Jesus' name. We declare freedom over our homes. Hallelujah. We declare freedom over our family. And I thank you, Lord, for the goodness of God. I thank you for your favor and blessing over this season. I thank you for the opportunity to serve you, God. I thank you for the opportunity to share your love with everybody. And God, we just thank you right now for the opportunity to share the gospel with those in our lives. God, for those you're gonna place in our path, we thank you, Lord. We declare salvation over our city. We declare salvation over our neighborhoods. We declare salvation over our workplaces, over our schools. Right now, in Jesus' name, we declare salvation, God, that this would be the greatest season of harvest, to know you, to know that your church is coming alive. And we just declare that in Jesus' name, amen. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.